Quality sleep is essential. That's why the Sleep Number Smart Bed is designed for your ever-evolving sleep needs. Need a bed that's firmer or softer on either side? Helps you sleep at a comfortable temperature? Sleep Number Smart Beds let you individualize your comfort, so you sleep better together. J.D. Power ranks Sleep Number number one in customer satisfaction with mattresses purchased in-store. And now, save 50% on the Sleep Number Limited Edition Smart Bed for a limited time. For J.D. Power 2023 award information, visit jdpower.com awards. Only at a Sleep Number store or sleepnumber.com. To go from gamer to racer, virtual to actual. From playing in your bedroom to driving a professional sponsored race car. Everybody was skeptical. They said just because a guy is good at Tiger Woods golf does not mean he's going to go and win the Masters. Good morning, video games. Welcome to Filthy Casuals, a podcast about video games hosted by three very kind and extremely knowledgeable boys. Thank you very much for joining us. My name is Tommy Daslow. And with me, as always... I'm laughing already. I can feel the funny <laughs> flowing yep. through us. Mm-hmm. Oh, you both sound like it too. <laughs> wow, what high energy. Ben Vanell here. Couldn't think of a joke for this week because uh, I've just been playing Elden Ring still. Yeah. A man I'll, who's also been playing Elden Ring. I've been playing a bit of Elden Ring, but I've bothered to think of a joke here. Um, yep. Uh, yep. Uh, Elden, Clearly. Elden Ring. Uh, that's what my parents do when they call me to ask when I'm going to get someone pregnant. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. They're specifically calling you up to say, Adam, when are you yeah. going to impregnate someone? I'm old. <laughs> and I'm ringing you. When are you going to impregnate someone? Just Anyone. anybody. We yeah. don't Spread care. Spread the seed around. I want to smell that new baby smell again. <laughs> <laughs> nah, they don't care about um, anything. <laughs> Well, speaking of Elden Ring, we we talked about it thoroughly last week. Yes. In fact, I think we talked about it for the entire episode. It was all we talked about. We briefly mentioned like the Pokemon thing that happened last week at the end, but we were the, the clock was against us. Yeah. yeah, the clock was against us and uh yeah, a lot of commentary in the in the lead up to last week's episode and post last week's episode. People going, oh, yeah, Tommy, of course you're having trouble playing this game. You're no good at stuff. And I thought... Just to be clear as well, Tommy was doing a mocking keyboard gesture. Yeah, yeah, (laughs) real real keyboard keyboard warrior. Typing away with my little weird way, weird way to Weird way to imitate someone who's right, but go on. Yes, yes. Right people can look like freaks. Yeah, exactly. We, uh, we often will have like sort of homework on this show where we, yeah. you know, we're, we're playing the big new thing that's come out to talk about it. But this week I set myself the task. I was like, I'll be damned if I'm going to be defined by something I cannot do. Mm-hmm. I, I'm not giving these people the satisfaction <laughs> of being right about me. Yep. So I dedicated a big chunk of time this week to getting past Margaret yep. and did it. And I'm Woo. I'm in on this game now. Yeah, yes. I, I do not have anything like the time that I need to be playing it as much as I would like. Yeah. I'm busily working on a festival show and other life commitments. Mm-hmm. Um, but I... I got over that hurdle. Yeah. I had that great feeling of taking down that boss and I uh, spent a few hours just going and fucking around in a different direction, went down into the the south, I guess, mm-hmm. into this other little castle that I found. Uh, that's right. You went all the way 
to the bottom, yeah, to yeah. to the bottom of the Weeping Peninsula. Yep, you've been, yeah, you've been checking in with us, like, oh, now I'm like, because you're up to the next boss, which yep. is you know a little bit tougher, but yeah, it's it's uh, it's been fun to hear that we're all in. Basically. I think the yeah, the points that I'm enjoying the most are still the points in between the bosses. Mm-hmm. Like kind of stalking my way through the castle to, to the next big guy, and like, like all you, the little. Would you say that you find the bosses? I guess I'll phrase this as in the in the same way that you phrase the question that you asked Jason Bateman when he was on the press tour uh, for the uh, film Horrible Bosses. Yeah, are you have are you finding the bosses in Elden Ring horrible? <laughs> <laughs> Jason Bateman. So the film's called Horrible Bosses. Um, have you ever had a massive difficulty spike in your life? <laughs> uh, <laughs> Yeah, I'm. Uh, yeah, I like I said. I need. I'd love to have just a, a clear couple of days where I can just spend a lot more time on this game. Mm. Um, but that's okay. I'll come back to it when I get a little bit more free time. But yes, getting through that hurdle and feeling like I am in on this game, even though a lot of it is still like in terms of like the menus and mm-hmm. kind of like the way certain things work, is very obtuse and never explained to you. For example, being able to reallocate the flasks oh, and how sure. many charges you can use. I kind of stumbled across that by accident. Yes, it's me in too. A, in, in your <laughs> like bonfire or sorry, side of grace. Yes, yes. you have to go like, you have to be curious of like, well, what options could there be with flasks? Yeah. Because yeah. it just says flasks. And that is the, the, the that's a really good way to, to uh, describe how you the best way to interact with this game is is just to be curious about stuff yeah, yeah, yeah. because it yep. won't let you know like at some of the bonfire uh, the sites of grace you can talk with your pal who's along with you for the way right I forget her fucking name melina something like that mm-hmm. yeah sometimes you can talk with her sometimes you can't sometimes there'll be options for things like that so yeah always mm. being curious and checking and going like oh i wonder if this guy has anything more to say now or yeah you know, yeah, finding that stuff is very similar to like older RPGs. Totally. Right? Like 90s J- JRPGs specifically of like yep. just keep hitting that button because the third time they might say something new. Exactly. I think the thing that I stumbled across in that in the peninsula, in that little castle that I found, mm. which made me feel the most kind of Breath of the Wild-ish about this game mm. other than just the, the open world design and everything like that is the little kind of like tableaus that you come across yes. of just like just life kind of happening where you go into this one area and there's like a little there's a little scene playing out right that you can oh, kind yes, of just yes, yes. I know the one you mean sort of yeah. just sit around a corner and kind of like watch it play out like you can just jump into the mix but seeing those kinds of things happen is also a thing that made me go oh this is really cool like yeah. you can just kind of stumble across these little yeah, these little moments that are happening that make the world feel really lived in. Yeah. So, yeah, I'm glad to have persisted. Uh, yeah, it took me a while, but, yeah, that feeling of taking down that first boss was mm. fucking great. I really do think once you once you go over that precipice too with these games, the whole thing, like has happened for you, Ben, clicks. I was going to say, yeah, I went back to Sekiro and just beat the first boss that I was stuck on. I, w- I would have tried it, like, I think, yeah, I said, like 70 times when I first tried to play it. Right. And I got it in, like, five tries this time. There's just mm. a rhythm and a pace and a, and, a, and a type of thing that you're doing and, like... Yep. Yeah, last week you were like, oh, you've got to wait for your stamina to recharge and stuff like that you take right. for granted after you've played them for a bit. But like, yeah, you do, yep. you know? And so I, I'm very jealous of you getting to, yeah. after this, go through the five or six other games that are out there too. Yep, yep. And I, yeah, I already own Sekiro and Demon Souls. Um, Damn. I've got to buy... You probably got Bloodborne for free on the PlayStation because of that thing. Yeah, yeah, yeah. 
got yeah. a whole world in front of you of all these games that are sort of similar, but right. different enough from each other that if you're into them, you'll eat up every single one of them, and no matter how many they put out. <laughs> yes. <laughs> You know what's crazy? <laughs> this is such a huge coincidence. But mm-hmm. the sentence that I just said yeah. could also apply, if you think about it, yes. to the Pokemon games. Mm. Yeah. What a bizarre turn of events. Yeah, mm. hypothetically, if you were hanging out in a in a uh, messy office late at night and sure. you heard some Night at the museum <laughs> style. Yeah. yeah. So yeah. we didn't get to it last week. There was a uh, – yeah, they, they had like a Pokemon Day event mm-hmm. um, where – People, when was Pokemon Day? Was it like the thirty fifth anniversary or something? Was it was it an anniversary not thing? It's not quite thirty five. Yeah. It's maybe twenty five. They've yeah. done this the last couple of years. It's just basically a big. Just a big they have day. like a week where they have a bunch of where they announce stuff. Right. And so in the lead up to this, people were like, "Well, Sword and Shield came out not that long ago. Arceus Legends came out at the start of this year. Like, what you know? What are they going to be? And mm. it feels like we're about to hit a bit of a, a drought of right. Pokemon content." People were. I saw some people online going like, "Oh, like a new Pokemon pinball seems kind of likely. That could be cool." Yep. But then, yeah, what they announced through a bizarre mix of live action <laughs> trailer mm. um, that also had a, a smattering of very vague looking in engine gameplay kind of stuff was the next new mainline series, mm-hmm. which is called Scarlet and mm. Violet. Mm. Which, yeah, what do we think? What it, it, this is all of this is bizarre. It's Weird the wackiest fucking thing that yeah. I've seen in a while. Where they're they're putting out two full Pokemon games in the same year. Oh, yeah, I guess three. This, technically. It's out this year. Yeah, yeah. yeah. It's yeah. out. They haven't said a specific thing, but you would assume November. That's when they've been putting out their Pokemon games lately. Yep. Other than Legends Arceus, which was a fucking month ago. Yeah. yeah. So. It, and it's like they, they've done a few more extra little bits and pieces of like tweeting out some more information and I think another bit of footage or something. Right. But it's open world mm. this time and they set it in such a way that it seems like it's open world, open world rather than the Arceus open world with, with like segmented sort of areas. Yeah. Right, right. Which technically all the Pokemon games have sort of been anyway. So you could yes. argue that... They could say that of Sword and Shield or Red and Blue. Yeah. And maybe that's what's going on. But yeah. no, no detail on the stuff like whether it'll have a similar battle system to Arceus mm-hmm. of moving around and things like that. I saw a lot of people online go, oh, this is cool. They're threading the, the, the all the stuff that was good about Arceus into a new mainline one. Mm. And I don't quite get where people are getting that from because... There's Other no reason it, to put that yeah, to a conclusion. Yeah, kind yet, of wild yeah. areas sort of looking similar-ish to how they looked in the early trades for Arceus. Mm. There's no real evidence of that, I don't think. No, and the areas all looked similar to that in Sword and Shield too. Yeah, exactly. So, right, yeah. They haven't, the fact that they haven't run through like they did with Arceus, <gasps> right? Mm. They were like, look at this. This is how it works. You do it in real time. Yeah. You hide in the bush. Like that they didn't do Well, they haven't done it yet, to be fair, but they didn't do it. They showed off the uh, a sketch of the starters, yep. which I think all look cool and interesting. I like them more than the starters that were in Sword of Shield. Right. Yeah, um, yeah. I think they all kind of look cool and cute. And they also, weirdly enough, they said this after the event that they were, they scaled back what they were going to do because of the situation in Ukraine, mm. which seems... Wait, uh, what they were going to do for the event or they for were gonna, Pokemon Scarlet and Violet? 
I don't for, for the for the for like the and reveal. They were gonna yeah. make they oh, okay. were gonna have like a bigger reveal, and they were like, oh, we kind of dialed it back because of all this stuff going on in the world. It just didn't seem appropriate to be making a big deal about Pokemon, which mm. you could argue about literally everything. Yeah, yeah. Like well, they've put back Advance Wars as well. We're not going to yeah. talk too much about that yeah. because but it's I mean, based on serious they, stuff. But it's fair enough with Pokemon because originally these new ones were called Pokemon Guns and Pokemon Bombs. Oh no, <laughs> so terrible names. That's that they did make that change, and I think that's yeah. fair enough. Yeah. Scarlet and Violet sound better anyway to me. Mm. So if anything, I'm glad all this is going on because it's <laughs> Scarlet and Violet are terrible because it's like I red and it. purple. Red and purple is an awful color combo. But what's the version of blue that instead indigo. of violet? I, have they had? There's indigo is a place in some of them, the indigo islands or something. I guess. Yeah. The, yeah. Something about scarlet and violet seems cooler to me than sword and shield. I never liked. I always sure. thought that was sword like sword and shield. I'm like kind of clunky and a bit like I don't know. I, scarlet and violet's kind of vibey. I, I like, like it. it. It's yeah. like mm. a. Spanish-inspired area too, people are saying. So I, for whatever reason, Scarlet and Violet make sense to me in that context. Mm. You know, they seem but, like very yeah. Spanish colours. Yeah. I would have gone with red and yellow. Red and yellow? Yeah, okay. that seems Spanish to me. <laughs> <laughs> Problem with that is... <laughs> well, <laughs> Scarlet and... What's another word for yellow? What's a shade of yellow? Uh, torp? What's torp? Uh, that might... Or is that like beige? Pokemon torp. That's yeah. bad. Yeah. Pokemon, Pokemon mustard. <laughs> That's it. Pokemon, Pokemon mustard and, and Pokemon mayonnaise. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, ketchup yeah, yeah. and mustard. Ketchup exactly. and mustard. Yeah. They'll, I mean, they'll run out of it. They'll have to eventually. Yeah. There's they'll only so many colours. <laughs> eventually, well, they'll have to do ketchup <laughs> and mustard. Yeah. They'll just I mean, need to do like those hexadecimal values of right. colours at some point. I would love that. The fact that they Pokemon. did Sword and Shield, like they could know, they went Sun and Moon. Yes. Yeah, so that's them kind of going... We're out of colours, but they're still... Mm -hmm. They'd already gone diamond and pearl too, which is like... Not yeah. they're colours, but they're also objects that yep. yeah. the colours are named after. Sun and moon are they're they're celestial bodies, but yeah. they still do have colours kind of associated with them. Yeah. And then Sword and Shield, they're just like, all right, now it's just things. Yeah. But then yeah. all of a sudden they're like, fuck, you know what we forgot about? <laughs> Scarlet and violet. Yeah, different shades. <laughs> different shades. I'm glad they're back to colour because if they just keep going now, it's like I'm not playing Pokemon chair. Uh, there's yeah. no way. Pokemon chair and table. Chair and table. Yeah. I would be all in. That's cool. If yeah. all all the Pokemon were like household objects Pokemon. Oh. Like those key ones are a start. Well, this is pointless as well because they're never going to change Pokemon that much. It no, seems. Yeah. They're, they're back to doing the normal fucking Pokemon thing. Yes. It appears to me. This is still, even if Arceus hadn't just come out, this would still seem very soon after Sword and Shield. Or is that... It's. Uh, I, I think that is a little while now. Three, four, three, four years for Pokemon as well. It's been a fair bit of time. You know, yeah, they've done their. Wasn't it 2019? Yeah, or but 18? even even so, it's 2022 now. Yeah. you're old. Yeah. I am old. Yeah. <laughs> I guess that's three years by the time it comes out. Uh -huh. Yeah, that's pretty standard. Yeah. I guess. Yeah. But having but within the la the 12 months probably, but before this releases, there will have been those remakes of Diamond and Pearl, yes. yep. Arceus, and then these two games. Yep. yep. It's really to me, oversaturation, especially when with these games, it seems as though they won't have all of the Pokemon uh, able to be played in there. Mm -hmm. Same as Sword and Shield. That yep. is from like that Cerebi website that is like a Pokemon website. They have some The insiders. Yeah. Yeah. There's some data that suggests that. But there's... All the other Pokemon they showed as well in this trailer oh, yeah. were all old ones. Yeah. So yeah. I don't and know I what think the, everyone the point who, of these is. Like people loved Arceus. From, I like it a lot. From people yeah. who were dipped out on Pokemon long ago to people yeah. who were still invested in it, loved all the new things that it did. 
And I think I like I just have no interest in playing something that doesn't bring all that stuff in. I can't play it twice in the same year. Yeah, as well. Even if it does bring all that stuff in, it's it's bizarre to me. I'd be. I mean, I'd be. Yeah, I'd be interested if it's like open world and it's got the gym battles and it's got like a bit more kind of quote unquote story stuff going on, but it's got all the like the mechanical stuff about Arceus that made it great. Yes. That would get me in, but that would definitely get me in. Straight back to its sword and shield, but just with different ones in it. Mm. I'm, I'm not, or yeah. just the same ones even in a different setting. But yeah. then, yeah, like from what I can tell, with Pokemon people, they're still playing Sword and Shield. Like if you like yeah, people, the, sure. the, yeah. the, the sort of vanilla Pokemon experience, you're playing Sword and Shield still. And you've got Arceus at the back of your mind of like, oh, should I give this different style of one a go at some point? Because it literally just came out. Yeah. Yeah. It's very weird that they're putting more out this year. Didn't expect it. But if they're of this new type that has been good, then great. More good Pokemon games. But like, what a rapid and uh, like overkill amount of Pokemon games. Yeah, crazy. It felt like we'd had nothing for a little while and then all of a sudden they're just full steam ahead on it. And it's still just the one development company. Yeah. It's like, how are they... They're freaks. Arcaeus? That's where the freak from Game Freak comes That's from. That's true. It's Seven days a week. <laughs> <laughs> Non-stop, <laughs> yeah. baby. That's how they do it. Yeah. It's got to just be the same engine as Sword and Shield, so I'd imagine it the amount like of it. work that's kind of gone into it is maybe... Min- I mean, that's the other or thing. Or it looks is having the same a- as Arceus, I mean, sorry to me. Yeah. Right. But that's the weird thing is like having a the, a, the, um, the next generation game be on the same hardware. Mm. I don't think they've ever done that before. Yeah, they've done, they've done a few. Have they? Time. Yeah, like black okay. and white and diamond right. and pearl. Oh, yeah, I was going to say that here. Yeah. Yeah. All right, but yeah. um, yeah, it's odd. And it's it's an odd choice to bring out this slightly innovative version of the game that yeah. is not in a mainline series. It's set in the past. There's no gyms. There's no badges. None of that recognizable stuff. And then follow it up less than twelve months later with one which either is exactly the same mechanics. Yeah, and returning to the traditional structure, or just returning to the traditional everything. Yeah. It's yeah, it's very weird. It's weird that they don't <laughs> sit on as many this. Pokemon games <laughs> as there are bloody Pokemon now, aren't there? No, there's heaps of Pokemon, Adam. Yeah, there's only about fifteen games. No, there's a hundred. There's nine hundred and forty <laughs> games, and there's fifteen Pokemon, and there's only yeah. eleven yeah. Pokemon. Yeah, yeah. and it's they're all Pikachu's, but different colours. <laughs> I think hats. that they're now, now when are like going to get someone pregnant. <laughs> <laughs> I think they're crying out for better hardware for these games to be on too. So also it's like because yeah. also by the time they do this, then it'll they'll kind of be in that thing again where new Nintendo hardware comes out, and then the next Pokemon game is like quite far into the life cycle of that. So looking yep. dated by the time it comes out, like you wonder why they don't just sit on this and have it be a launch thing. For the next, anyway, whatever. Well, because they can develop two games in one year, so maybe they Apparently. will just bring yeah. one out really close to the launch of the next one. Yeah, and they're all very similar anyway. Yeah, and I think part of the the technical stuff in Arceus wasn't necessarily as much the switch as the programming of that game. As quite well. possibly, that's yeah. true. Yeah, yeah. I'll quite tell you possibly. another thing that fucking freaked me out. I saw an article about game this. freaked you out. Game freaked me mm. out. It, I freaked out about a game in terms of not remembering how long ago Sword and Shield was. Yeah. Breath of the Wild 2 was announced more than a thousand days ago. <laughs> okay, that's Isn't over that three up? years. Yeah. yeah. Three and a half years. Th- oh, three and a qu- I guess it, it's more like 365, right? So it's less than three years. Mid-2018? Oh, yeah, true. But it's a lot of time. I guess they did announce that really quickly 
after one being out, right? And one was out 2016? 2017. 2017. Started 2017. Been... It was E3. Must have been E3 2018. Yeah. Right. And it would have been 2019, I guess, they announced it. Early 2019. No, was it E3? Was it? Yeah. It okay. was a little one more thing in an E3. <laughs> I right. should have just read this article and told you exactly <laughs> what it was. But just time is fucking progressing. Yeah. But anyway, Nintendo has a bunch of great games coming out this year and haven't potentially... If this new Pokemon game is good, then fucking sick. Yeah, yeah true. Hey, yeah. I played the Kirby demo and I, I like had a really games. good time. Oh, yeah. It's fun. Yeah. It's funny. <laughs> it's it's fun. chill. It's funny. It's funny. It's a funny game. <laughs> you suck up a, a fucking traffic cone yeah. and he's having trouble walking. It's like... It I've does seen look. They're having a sense of humour with this. This is a funny fucking game. To be fair, that sense of humour is the same sense of humour as a drunk 20-year-old. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> look at this traffic cone. I'll fucking stick it up my... <laughs> the peak of comedy. Yeah. 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 Fair enough. Kirby's yeah. getting into a bobcat and pretending to drive it, getting his <laughs> mates to take a photo of him. Yeah. yeah Why not? Sick. Kirby pushing someone else into a bush. Yeah. yeah. Throwing yep. someone's shoes over the fence <laughs> going into into mouthful mode with the car but he slowly drives away every time someone yeah, tries someone to get tries to hop in yeah upper yep. lip yeah mm-hmm. yeah you liked it what is it the, the first like couple of levels uh, it's like or? two levels two levels and a boss yeah nice. yeah so you get to do get to do mouthful mode with the car you get to do it with a uh, vending machine you get to do it with a traffic cone and um yeah very like mario 3d world nice ish little hidden things in the levels but looks good um, seems fun and chill to play. Yeah, I'm looking forward to the full thing in uh, in a couple of weeks, I believe. Hell yeah, yeah, April? I'll give that a crack. Yeah, March, I'm, yeah, I'm... March 25 maybe. Okay. Yeah. God, yeah. There's a couple. What was the other thing on March 25? Ghostwire. Ghostwire. Tokyo. Ghostwire. Yeah, so yeah. there was a state of play this morning. Yes. And it was very good. Yeah. <laughs> so I yeah I got up to watch it. I think we all did. We all watch it live. I didn't watch much? it. I was at the doctor's. Oh, okay, that's fair enough. Then. Hey, doc. I'm feeling like there hasn't been enough state of plays lately. Mm. Am I going crazy? And then he turns his phone around and it's on and he's like, yep. <laughs> then you go, oh, okay. He's like, why did you come in here? And you're like, oh, the light was on. Yeah. It's like yes. that other doctor joke. Yes. Was, I'm depressed. Well, you, why don't you just watch this state of play? <laughs> but doctor, I am, I am the, the state, state of play. <laughs> and he looks over at me and I'm just like, a my head's just like a video yeah. of Ghostwire playing. Yeah, 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 yeah. You could do any version of it and, uh, you know, have equally as good of a time, which is... No, I reckon a better time. <laughs> <laughs> so, yeah, this, uh, this was announced yesterday, our time, and was specifically said to be focusing on Japanese games. Yep. And Baby... It did deliver. Which is a strange caveat to make, I have to say. Yeah. I've never seen that kind of thing announced. No, I think that's a good point, yeah. I, I, I guess, yeah. They often just say, like, they give you what expectations a little, to have of their yeah. thing. Yeah. And it was... And it is literally all Japanese games. Weebs so. only. <laughs> Otaku <laughs> Central. Uh, and it, they also mention ahead of time, no PSVR 2 shit. Okay. Which uh, is fair enough, because that was what was in the last one. But, um, yeah, a bunch of games were revealed in this. Uh, the first one was a silly one. you got to start with a silly one. <laughs> Exoprimal. Exoprimal. The dinosaur, cool. dinosaur Dynasty Warriors, it yep. looked like to me. Uh, Capcom having to field, you know, many, many questions from people afterwards and, and clarifying this isn't 
a sequel or remake of Dino Crisis. That's exactly what I thought it was going to be. Which yeah. you have to think it's like, well, why not just make it Dino? Like, if you're just going to make another dinosaur game, yeah. and be swatting away these questions, like, just make it a Dino Crisis Especially remake. Especially they had like a similar-looking red-haired Dino Crisis woman sitting yes. in the control center after the uh, the the beginning of this trailer. Watch this trailer if you're going to watch anything from it, because mm. the first line in this trailer is about the dinosaur report for the day (laughs) said like it's weather and Mm. immediately that got me i'm Mm. into this game it looks great uh it like visually i thought it looked really uh pretty and cool fun style little um little samus style exosuits on the people Mm -hmm. it looks like a fun stupid sort of mix of like anthem and like Mm. edf the earth defense force games with Mm -hmm. all the bugs and things yep and yeah like a dynasty warriors thing not not too serious and Dynasty uh, Warriors. Dynasty Warriors isn't bad. That's what I'm calling it. Dynasty Stegosaurus <laughs> is what I'm gonna call it. Yeah. You know what's frustrating though is seeing that it's out next year. PS4 and PS5. And it's still as well. yes. it's that is That's the exact same reaction. Yeah. I mean, by that point where Two and a half years almost. Mm, well, probably yeah. by the time this comes out. Yeah, it will be at least two and a half years into this generation. 1,500 like... days away from the launch <laughs> of Wild yes, 2. Yes. It's like, just can we just commit? Can we just commit to having games that make full use of this current hardware instead of just looking a little better or mm. the frame rate being a little more consistent? It's annoying to see stuff announced for 2023 that is still on I everything, agree. I think, at this stage. I agree. As, as someone who's had access to a PS5, sure, but you know that you just can't blame them for having to play by the numbers. Yeah, type they can't of thing. leave all that money on the table. Yeah, I'd take it. Yeah, I'd snap it up like Kirby. Yep. hoovering up that money, mm-hmm. turning into money myself. Oh, and that's my curse. Yeah, <laughs> like yeah. Midas, I've yeah. ruined my life. Mm-hmm. Um, I guess next they showed a bit of a DLC for Returnal. Yeah, Returnal Ascension is that what it was called? Yep. Yeah, yeah, uh, co-op. co-op. Co-op, cool. Extra modes, extra guns, extra. There was a survival mode as well as a co-op extra mode. chewing gum. <laughs> I had some on the way here. Did you really? Yeah, yeah. Wow, what flavor? Green spearmint. I think that's, that's spearmint. Seen, that sounds yeah. right. Yeah, it's either what's that other type of mint? Peppermint. Pepper. Peppermint. Mm, peppermint blue. Extra must be. Yeah. yeah. That's what they did. Pokemon peppermint and Pokemon spearmint. Ooh, How about that? Oh, I'd fuck with good. that. Yeah. Ah, Rickley, Rickley. That's one of <laughs> yep, them. Yeah, yep. yep. That's another Pokemon. Uh, yeah, there's like it's it's weird for a game like Returnal <laughs> to be like five guns. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it's weird for a game like Returnal to Pikachu. Um, oh, yeah. It's yep. weird for a game like Returnal to have a uh, like a survival mode because that's what that right. game is already. But it's a fun, well-playing game, so more reason to just keep replaying it. Yeah, great. yeah, yeah. Co-op's a fucking cool addition. Yeah, to that. yeah, that I'd was perfect. That. Yeah, 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 that was a cool little announcement. So this is an update, three yes. point But is it? Is this free DLC? It is. Yeah, it's free. It's just an update. Great. Just a patch. Yeah. Sweet. Very cool. Uh, they gave a little update. Speaking of updates on Ghostwire Tokyo and Stranger of Paradise yes. Final Fantasy Origin, which yes, are both yes. coming out very soon. Yeah. Those still look good. We'll talk about them in a couple of weeks. Yep. yep. There's an, uh, a new demo for Stranger of Paradise where your progress carries over to the game. Oh, great. Yeah, that, which is, I, I think, out now. And so, is there a yeah. prequel for Ghostwire Tokyo out on Steam? I think I got a notification. There's like a comic or something. Oh, like okay. okay. I think it is. I'll give that so. a read because it looks like a pretty lore-heavy game. Mm-hmm. Uh, but yeah, more of that, more first-person using powers and stuff. I love the design and yeah, I'm very excited. Both of those games are great, yeah. Yeah. 
Um, still undecided personally on very good looking, uh, but not sure if it will be good uh, sounding, I guess, mainly in yes. terms of the acting. Forspoken. Oh, yep. They showed a bit more of, which has also been delayed until the 11th of October. Yeah. Okay. And it was meant to come out next month. Yep. So, yeah. So. Uh, I don't know. I, I, yeah, I'm on the fence on this one. Could turn out to be great. It, I think this really depends on how it feels to play. Personally, yeah, yeah, I'll skip the dialogue if the dialogue's a bit cringe. But right. if it's fun and it looks good, then sign me up. Okay, that's not how I go with games. Fun and good looking, you're only halfway there. That's it. <laughs> it gotta, better be. You gotta have a personality as well. <laughs> <laughs> well, I guess fun is personality, but. Uh, well, speaking of fun, maybe Gundam Evolution will be fun. I thought this seemed fun, and then it turned out to just be like a. Team Deathmatch FPS. Yeah. It's like, what's the point of the mechs then? Yeah. To and also the the um, level design was like, there's no scale here. You can't mm. tell they're giant mechs. They're mm. all just like bland sci-fi rooms. Yeah. It's and because there's enormous buildings, but that just look like the walls of a mm. sci-fi room. Yeah. There's like treasure chests that would be the size of you know houses, yeah. warehouses, and. Yeah, you're completely right. This doesn't look fun at all. But I there was a my earlier comment. <laughs> <laughs> there was a trance song playing during the trailer, which was very late 90s. Okay. And that was the coolest part about it, I the reckon. The late 90s are pretty cool. Yeah. I'm in. <laughs> <laughs> Sign you up? You've hooked me. Okay. Yep. Okay. Gundam. Gundam. That's what I'm going to say. Yes. Um, uh, I'm going to say Cowabunga, dude. Why? Oh, here we go. What possible reason would you have to Here's say that? Here's Mikey. Trek to Yomi. <laughs> no. Uh, yeah, there's a little Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles collection. It seemed like what a bunch of the SNES um, Master System. It's everything yeah. from that era. So, it's yeah, it's Game Boy, yeah. SNES, NES, Arcade. Yep, that's right. I yes. think it's every Turtles game that came out until about... Well, you know, almost ever. Until yeah. about 1997 and then yeah. they basically stopped being made. But they said um, late 90s is the cutoff. That's when it was the it. coolest. Um, yeah. These games were all, yeah, they're big nostalgia button for me. I was yep. just thinking about the, I was listening to the soundtrack from Turtles in Time yeah. the other day. Um, loved these back in the day. We'll probably get this. Yeah. Pretty keen to go back in on all these Turtle, turtle games. 13 yeah. of them as well. Yeah. Fuck. Some of them are double ups though. Oh, really? Oh, Some of them are like the arcade versions on there and the SNES versions on there. I see. That's odd, but okay. Well, you know, there's some purists that are like... And they used yeah. to have pretty significant differences back in the day, so they yeah. would be, you know, they're kind of different games, but... Yep. Yeah, all beat-em-ups, I guess. And a couple of fighting couple games. Of, uh, couple fighting of fighting, fighting games, games, couple of platformers. Yeah, I think the Game Boy ones are more platformers, and yeah. the first NES one is like more of a platformer. It is. But um, yeah, yeah, that's kind of cool. Also, that new one that's coming out, I'm oh, interested in. Yeah. I wonder if they're going to be able to make it kind of... Because these ones are... The original ones, like, you know, they're fun and they were cool at the time, but they're very, like, one-dimensional. They're pretty, like, the appeal wears off. You're just doing a lot of the same stuff again and again and again. I think they're actually two-dimensional, Tommy. Uh, no, it's just a piece of paper. It's just a line. <laughs> yeah, it's, it's just, just a, line. a line. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> um, yeah, I'm, I'm looking forward to seeing the, the, the new one, whether yeah. they're able to kind of, like, bring it into a bit more kind of modern... Modern, make it a bit more interesting. Yes, agreed. For a longer, agreed. longer play sesh. Yeah. Turtles in Time would be four dimensional. Gigabash mm. is. Um, oh yeah, this looked fun. It was like a kaiju game, S- sort of like a what do they call it? And when it's like one enemy is played by like a person, and then the oh, other sure. three are taking that right. person on. Asynchronous multiplayer. That's it. It, it looks, looks a bit like Power Stone or something like that. To yeah, me. that yeah, like yeah. sort of top down perspective of uh, yeah, people kind of brawling. Yeah. 
Yeah, and one are use a Godzilla, and yeah. the other three are fighting the Godzilla. Yeah, mm-hmm. it looks fun. Yeah, it looks okay. Yeah, smaller sort of scale type of game. Um, don't know jack shit about JoJo's Bizarre Adventure. I oh. know there's a well liked fighting game on the Dreamcast and it's, the arcades. It's a very well liked manga and uh, anime series. And Long it, running. It's the one with the to be continued at the end, right? That became a meme. It's definitely a highly memed property. Yeah, I've read a few. I've read the first bit or like a few issues of the beginning of the manga. Yeah, but it's been going for like. Fuck twenty years or something yes. like that. Yeah. So it's it's very daunting to get into, but I liked what I read. It's a cool premise. I've watched a bit of the show. It's on Netflix. All right. Yeah. 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 Sure. It's good. It's good. It's very quirky. And this is like basically a sequel to, um, I suppose, that- the fighting game from Dreamcast era. Right. Because this is a fighting game. Yeah. It is. It's cell shaded. I thought it looked fucking sick visually. It mm-hmm. does look nice. Um, I never. I guess I've gotten into like Injustice and uh, Mortal Kombat a bit, but I never fully like. I'm just not a fighting game person in yeah. the sense of like, you know, if you're a fighting game person, yep, right. Um, you but like sitting there and studying the combos and right, doing all exactly. that stuff, yeah, 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 yeah. figuring out hitboxes and iframes and stuff, yeah. Um, but visually, I thought it looked fantastic. They're called glasses, hitboxes. <laughs> <laughs> Apple glasses, (laughs) iframes. Yeah, uh, that, yeah, not for me as well, probably this game. Yeah, I'll watch a YouTube video about it. At least aesthetically appealing was Mm -hmm. uh, Trek to Yomi. I want to say Yomi. Sure. Yeah. uh, Probably, yeah. Sort of black and white. Uh, kind of samurai looking game Yeah, side scrolling It looks yeah. like This uh, has been shown off before uh, somewhere uh, yes. And it looks cool I don't think I paid attention the first time mm-hmm. I paid attention this time I think it looks great Yeah I mm. um, Is there a game, a 2D combat game? I guess Sifu was like very combat uh, intensive Similar in the way that it's sort of Very deliberately doing the sort of cinematic yep. Versions yep. of uh, of this type of film Yep uh, Um, But I, I thought it looked fantastic I'm I'm uh, I'm all in. Oh, maybe it reminded me of Oli Oli World, of just like a complicated but specifically 2D yeah. game. It looks a with bit a real ins- aesthetic. Insidey as well, but yeah, you know, with more combat because you are doing samurai shit. But yeah. it, it, it is very, very insidey. Yeah. Aesthetically appealing. Unless you uh, drag the TV and the PlayStation out into the yard. Yeah, well, then it would be outsidey. 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 Sort of it'd be really outsidey. Out there, be yeah. But it'd be, be hard to play. Glare yeah. on the screen. Oh, you put set up a little beach umbrella or something. I guess. You know, so you hire a marquee it. just so you yeah. can play PlayStation outside. Yeah. What, hitboxes? Yeah. <laughs> so, But I, I'm excited for this game. I'll definitely be playing it. I think it looks cool. Yeah, I agree. Um, and then two more Square Enix games right at the end. Yes. Uh, another strategy RPG. Mm. A weird sort of revival of those, I guess, kind of at the minute. you got yeah. that Metal Slug one coming out later. Yes. Uh, Triangle Strategy just came out, which we'll probably talk about in a week or so. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And then, yeah, I think Fire Emblem Three Houses... It feels like kicked it off into the mainstream a little bit. Maybe, yeah, I guess um, so. And then XCOM before that, but yeah, yeah, big. Um, it's, a, it's the era of turn-based RPG strategy. And the Dio Field Chronicles is yeah. next. <laughs> Tuned out during this one. <laughs> yeah, the Ronnie James Dio Field is what you'd be in when he was playing, Ooh, when he was singing at you. Yeah. But like, nice. if he was outside, terrible fucking he'd be in name. A field. <laughs> yeah. Um, Badass name, as in bad. (laughs) (laughs) And uh, yeah, just like this type of game often does in a 
demonstration of it at least yeah looks kind of generic yeah. to me it doesn't I, it's hard to portray the fun of those games especially when you then have to go and it's called the Diofield chronicle <laughs> yeah a lot of terrible names even like exoprimal i think yeah. is a shot and again yeah. Just make you've got a great name there in Dino Crisis. Yeah, what a good Just name! Like, that why is. are you shying away from it and calling it Exo Prime? I can see yeah. that because when they, even they made Dino Crisis three, it was too much of a step away from the first two, and people kind of got mad about it. Okay. And this is nothing like that first sort yeah, of survival horror yeah. Dino Crisis. Exactly, you have to make Resident Evil Dinosaurs to use that name. Yeah, yeah, right. but uh, Ooh, that doesn't that doesn't Ooh. mean that their only two options were Dino Crisis or Exo Prime. <laughs> yes, <laughs> yeah. yes. Same with the Diofield Chronicle. <laughs> I just yeah. like, it's it's if there if it was still brick and mortar store days. Oh, Morty! <laughs> oh, fuck, <laughs> beat me to it. Yeah, I'm a brick and mortar. Um, <laughs> the I I would never get this game because I would never be able to have someone interact with me when yeah. they were either reading the words the Diofield Chronicle or I was having to say to them, "Hey, do you have um? Where do you keep?" All of the copies of... Yeah, do you have one? You probably sold out already, yeah. but do you have a copy of the Diofield Chronicle? <laughs> it's the same thing that happens to a lot of movies. Like, I'm not going up to the fucking ticket box and being like, one adult for the Diofield Chronicle. Yeah. It just yeah, sounds yeah, yeah, yeah. Just... You're the guy who came in to get Triangle Strategy the other day, <laughs> aren't you? That's a, that's a fucking name. <laughs> and uh, Valkyrie Elysium was the other that one. That one looked cool. Um, yeah, third-person action game. Valkyrie Chronicles was a big popular RPG as well of this uh, strategy kind of vein back on the like PS1 sort of days. Yeah, yeah. And this is that same universe, but now an action game. Yeah, yeah. sick. Yeah, I, I think this one looked good. Yeah. yeah. Valkyrie and Elysium were two of the least interesting movies that came out in 2013. Oh. <sighs> what was Elysium? Fucking Matt Damon. They were That's both right. good movies, though. <laughs> they just I had bland titles. Didn't 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 love either personally. But hey, this ain't the movie podcast. This is the game podcast. That's true. Yeah. So my insightful thing to say about Valkyrie Elysium is, oh, okay, two sure, two sure. names. Yeah, two, yeah, two names. Yeah, nothing nothing like that looked like shit. Just a bunch of stuff that I wasn't personally that interested in, other than maybe Exo Primal. I'm yeah, I think I'm interested in all of them really. Exo Primal's the big. I guess kind of the big announcement, right? Everything, uh, nearly so. everything else in there, people kind of knew about already. Uh, the Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles thing was oh, brand yeah, new. True. JoJo's new, Returnal Ascension's new, and then the two Square games were brand new. But the, all, the other stuff was all uh, um, just updates. Yes. Yeah, yes. and a lot of them coming out in a week or two as yeah. well. Yeah. You know, that yeah. sort of thing. Yeah. But yeah, th- that Exo Primal game, I reckon go have a look at the trailer for that because it looks like uh, yeah. just a sort of stupid fun that might be great. Yeah. Um, speaking of stupid things that can be great. Yes. Me with my hairy balls. <laughs> okay. Pretty fucking <laughs> stupid. Yeah. But yeah. I could make that a lot better if I got rid of that hair. Yes. Unfortunately, there's no way to do that. So I'm just going to have to live my life covered in fucking fur like an animal. Yeah, okay. Let's do the Nord ad then, shall we? <laughs> <laughs> Manscaped is uh, back again sponsoring the show. They've been sponsoring us for a year now, I believe. So yeah. happy anniversary, Manscaped. <laughs> if we're going to celebrate our anniversary, yeah. I guess I'd better clean myself up a little bit. If you want Manscaped to give you a little anniversary gift, then yeah. Yeah. Um, and you know what? They will give you a little anniversary <laughs> gift if you go to their website and buy the performance package. 
Uh, I guess you're giving yourself a gift. But you can give it to someone else if you want as well. You can buy things for someone else. That's true. Mm-hmm. That's true. Manscaped, by the way, is yeah, a company that does <laughs> personal grooming if you've yes. never heard us do this before. Well, the performance package uh, yeah, contains the lawnmower 4.0. It's yep. in the fourth revision now and it's fucking good. Uh, I think we all agreed. We loved the third revision. Yeah. And it's simply gotten better. Are they doing? Are they going to go like a lawnmower like 4.2? Or are they are they oh. just going straight to well, you know they're not going like mid range patches where it's just a few bug fixes. They're going <laughs> right. to bring out the lawnmower four point five and that has a couple more ones that Wee Man did during that and uh, mm-hmm. there's uh, a little mm-hmm. bit more bam in there possibly. Yeah. Okay. Okay. Yep. Four point five. I might skip four point five then. I just <laughs> like the more curated stuff with Johnny Knoxville's ball sack. <laughs> they're, they're, they're <laughs> probably using Manscaped razors in those films because they yeah. have pretty clean ball sacks, which you can have too if you go to manscaped.com and then. Here's the key. Yeah. Use the code FILTHY and you get 20% off whatever you get and free shipping. Yeah. Too. And that performance package is a, is a very good uh, anniversary gift if you were looking to maybe get something like that. Yeah. It is. The lawnmower specifically is one of the best, if not the best, electric razor I've ever owned. Full stop. Mm-hmm. I use the three all the time. And I use the four on my face. Yeah, we've, I think we've discussed this before. Mm-hmm. It's just a damn good electric razor. Yep. It is, and uh, yeah, the performance package. I think there's uh, there's like the cologne and the little you know deodorant stuff and all of that shit. You can also get the ear and nose trimmer, which again, great I'm, product. I'm loving. Yep. everyone's got them. Everyone's got ears and noses, and so you can trim them for yeah. Manscaped.com, twenty percent off and free shipping with the code Filthy. Yeah. Yep, and if you love codes, you probably love the internet. <laughs> Which yeah. means you probably love being secure and safe and untraceable. That's right. I like being untraceable while I change my region to watch stuff on Netflix USA. Oh. Untraceable is what I would be if I were ever murdered and they had to do the chalk outline of me because there's just not enough chalk in the world. Yeah. Get I reckon, this whole thing. I reckon less than one stick, personally. <laughs> 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 I reckon the department doesn't have the resources to do it. But anyway, yeah. Uh, NordVPN is a VPN service yes. that um, we use personally. Yeah. I like the Manscaped yeah. stuff. I've been using it for years before they were a sponsor. Uh, it is probably, yeah, the best, most uh, well-regarded VPN service on the internet that I've heard of. Um, it allows you to change your region. It, uh, yeah, specifically protects your connection um, and, uh, yeah, you can get a fantastic deal if you go to nordvpn.com slash filthy or go to nordvpn.com and enter the code filthy. What do you get? I what believe- kind of deal is this? <laughs> I don't doubt you, but I want to hear the specifics. Well, you get a huge discount and you get a free month and you get a bonus di- uh, gift. What the fuck? Yeah. You better so- say a bonus dick. <laughs> <laughs> I say bonus disc. I you don't can, know why. You can look up whatever you want. Honestly, yeah, yeah, that's true. the, the yeah. beauty of it. Maybe the gift is a disc. Who can say? Yep. Um, but I believe the discount is dependent on how long you sign up for. But it's something like up to seventy percent, which okay. is insane. And yeah, I, I used someone else's discount code many, many years ago when I signed up with Nord, mm-hmm. and it was like two bucks a month or something crazy like that. Mm-hmm. So uh, it is something that's worth having in the contemporary internet. World, yeah, especially in the day of different, you know, different distributors having different bullshit reasons for yep. putting different yes. shows on different streaming services. Absolutely, we should be able to pay to use HBO Max if we want. I'd love to be able to give a company money. Yeah, hey, uh, 
Yeah. Fuck me, I guess. <laughs> I don't even want to watch the stuff. Right. I just want them to have a bit more in the skyrocket. I'm you, just yeah, sick of seasons it. of Curve. Yeah. You love the production, so you just <laughs> yeah, want to yeah. donate. Yeah. I've had it too good for too long. I want to give some back yep. to the community, yep. which I view as Hulu. <laughs> You're telling me it's not TV, it's HBO. Well, you know what? It's functioning a lot like TV because I have to be in the right country to watch it. I have to wait until a specific time? Yes. Not how it's meant to work anymore. No. And with NordVPN, it doesn't. That's right. You can watch Twin Peaks on Netflix USA. You can watch stuff on HBO Max, BBC, whatever you want. Uh, but yes, go to nordvpn.com filthy or just use the code filthy on their website to get a big old discount, a free month and a bonus gift. We don't know what the gift is yet because we haven't done this. Would love anyone who who does this, mm. please let us know what the gift is. Yeah. I'm dying yeah. to know. Yeah. You'd think that they could give us the heads up. It's like, hey, look, just <laughs> hey. don't say this. We want it to be a surprise for the customers, but just so you guys know, yeah. this is the gift. It's a. It's what if a the gift is like a box of bees or something and then we're mm. sending our listeners over there? Photo of Pammy or something like yeah, that. It's a free a photo email. of Pammy. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> a, little, a little package of screensavers with like yeah. the dancing baby in there. Oh, and, uh, yeah. yeah. Flying toaster. The walking uh, through the maze. Yep. The pipes. Yeah. Yep. I'd love stuff. Remember when that used to be like the bonus content that was on like CDs and stuff yeah. that you'd buy? It'd be like, hey, here's the new NSYNC thing with CD-ROM capabilities. Yes. Yes. Well, and you also, get a JT wallpaper. Yes. Yep. Well, also now, no one gives a fuck about screensavers. Yeah. You never hear of anyone yeah. having a screensaver anymore. It's like, yeah, I'll get the fucking burn in on this monitor. Mm. See if I care. Mm. I want the Windows logo there, actually. <laughs> I want that to be on my OLED. <laughs> um, I was led <laughs> down a path <laughs> yep. yeah. the, at the end of which was a game called Gran Turismo 7, which I've been playing. The real mm. driving simulator? The, <laughs> sorry. <laughs> I might have confused people by giving it a okay. short and abbreviated yeah. name. Gran Turismo, the real driving simulator, seven. seven. <laughs> Has it always been known as the real oh, driving simulator? That's always been that the, the, really? the okay. little the subtitle. Yeah. But it's like a, not even a subtitle. What's that thing called when it's like a little, It's I guess it's a motto or a, lo, uh, oh, a logline? Logline. Logline. Yeah. It's yeah. always been the real driving simulator. Ever it's since in the logo now. It's like attached to the logo when you boot it up. They've had that for a long time, I think. Okay. Mm. But uh, the, yeah, this is the seventh. Maybe they skipped it for sport, actually. Probably, Could be yeah. The thing. That probably wasn't a real a simulation of real driving. Yeah, they were like, you know what, this is we can't. <laughs> this mislead is people. so fake. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> they called it, it was GT Gran Turismo, the Unreal Driving Simulator Sport. But then that's Epic's one is the Unreal Driving Simulator. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, and that's, yeah. They had a copyright battle. But, Remember? Uh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so it's been a very long time since a numbered Gran Turismo. The last one was six. Yeah, <laughs> pretty crazy. <laughs> But on the PS3 in like 2016 or something. Okay. Right. So what's the or story there? Why? I, I suppose. think it was pre-2015. I don't think we talked must, about it on this show. Yeah. yeah. Sport what? must have been in 2016. But like I do remember Gran Turismo 6 came out on the PS3 after the PS4 existed. Right. So okay. maybe and what 2014. What was the is. difference? What made sport... Like you know, so different to us to to us, so as to not warrant a numbered entry. So it didn't really have the same sort of world map and progression and all that sort of stuff that is back in Gran Turismo Seven that right. is from the 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 classic ones. Yes, Gran yep. Turismo One, mm-hmm. Gran Turismo Two, mm. yeah, Gran Turismo Three. Okay, Gran Turismo Four, and then. Uh, Gran Turismo 5. Uh, well, okay. actually, in between, I've skipped Gran Turismo 3 fucking prologue and Gran Turismo oh, 5 yeah, prologue. They put yeah. out a bunch of weird things. But so, yeah, the last full one 
was six, which wasn't that highly regarded because it was sort of like five, but with more stuff added. Mm-hmm. Okay. Um, Tends to be the way. Was still on the PS3 when the PS4 existed. Mm-hmm. Some of those Gran Turismo 5 cars were Gran Turismo 4 cars from the PS2, like okay. just sort of at a higher resolution. Mm-hmm. So it's been a long time since they've done a big, like, throw the kitchen sink at it Gran Turismo game. Yep. Which is what that series was always kind of famous for back in the heyday. Yep. Of two and four in particular, I really, really liked. Okay. I have a group of friends who love the Gran Turismo games, and I found out the other day that they all took the day off work on Friday. Oh, Jeez. wow. Just, which is funny when you consider that a week before this, I know a lot of people had done that for Elden Ring. Yeah. Which to me makes a bit, it's like, oh, this huge open world. I just want to. Close the blinds, yeah. turn it on and just get lost in this experience. I've got to sink into the gameplay. It's yeah. tough, so I want to get over yeah. that. Yeah. It's funny to have that, but to be like, I'm just going to do car races all day. <laughs> Not knocking it. It's just a very different well, approach. Yeah. I tell you what, I fired up Gran Turismo 7, so I revved up Gran Turismo 7. Yeah. And I kind of got sucked in like that. I've been a bit, because it's very like, it's, uh, it's sort of, yeah, it sets you up. It gives you basically a little kind of tutorial thing that's then like kind of guiding you through all the different things in the menu so you'll do a couple of races and it's like hey now why don't you go and learn about tuning come back Mm. here when you've done that like it's got like a little it'll kind of guide you through the menus right doing um yeah doing races in between so it is very easy to fall into like oh i'll see what else i unlock if i now just go because it'll be like go and do three races and in each race you win a car so come back to me when you've collected Three of these types of car. There's a Moorish rhythm to it where like, so it's got a little bit of personality to it where you like, you've got kind of these, um, not heaps of personality, but still frames of human beings faces mm-hmm. with text down the bottom of the screen. Yes. Yeah. And I want to know who are these, <laughs> who are these people that have been <laughs> the acting gig of a lifetime? Just mm. having your photo representing a, a mechanic in yeah. Gran Turismo. <laughs> Seems like a very funny gig to get. Mm. I'm assuming cause they look almost just like stock photos or something. Oh yeah. Or yeah. like there might just be the developers of the game dressed with like a racing suit up to their neck. Yeah. yeah. Something like that. But yeah, you'll get guided through to like this cafe that's mm-hmm. in the middle of this very plain menu city thing and you get menus literal cafe menus that are giving you sort of little tasks to do as okay you go throughout the game of like but, yeah. collect this group of cars mm-hmm. and collect uh, this other group of cars win this race da, da, da. it's made to look like it yeah the aesthetic of it is you click on it on the menu and then you're in an actual cafe yes which is funny to me that a barista's going Go and find me three hatchbacks and then <laughs> yeah. drive them back here. This world is obsessed <laughs> yeah. with cars and yeah. everyone is so rich. It's yeah. the car world. That's what it is. It right? is. It's and there's people world. who just go to this car cafe and they say at the start, like, this cafe, everyone who comes here is obsessed with cars. Yeah. <laughs> there's yeah. like a woman who's always at the cafe and she can tell you anything about any car. Right. Everything about uh, this game, it's very elegant. It's very Japanese. It, the whole presentation and vibe and feel of playing it is... Like being in a whiskey bar in Tokyo at 11.30 at mm, night. Yeah. One of those ones that seats like four people and there's just a guy playing like jazz records. Right. Like Someone a- in the corner is drinking a whiskey so good that they're crying. <laughs> right. It's that right. type of level of thing where like when you turn it on, it gives you this like fucking 30 minute long. It's not 30 minutes, but it feel, it's this it's long ages. intro. Yeah. It's a long video. Maybe in reality like six or seven minutes. That's fucking long for a game. Of like this... 
slow, mournful piano, but like inspiring. Yeah. Showing you the entire history of the engine. Yeah, great. Yeah. Like and taking then, like, you through this. Ten minutes of it is just filmed footage of men in a manufacturing plant oh. putting a car together, and you never actually see a completed car. Dipping it's it just in. conveyor belts. You do at and the shit. end. You get it dips into this like fucking. Arm to like make it, but then it has a very cool little transition where, yeah, the sort of finished car on its side comes yeah, up that's the thing, right. and then it turns into the video game car, which right. looks incredible. Yes. Right, this right. whole game looks fucking amazing. Well, also the presentation too. Like the the biggest comparison to a game like this is, I guess, Forza Horizon, which a mm-hmm. new one of them came out at the end of last year. Sure, um, they're they're very different, but they're in the sense of like collecting a lot of different cars, and yeah. you know, you can tune up the engine in all the ways that you might want to if you know what you're doing with that kind of stuff. But you know, the start of Forza is like. You're smashing over a barricade right. and there's like a British guy yelling at you going, oh, you're driving like an absolute lad out there. <laughs> yeah. And then yeah. the, you're... Look you're, out for the airplane. It's swooping over yeah. you. Fucking hell, mate. There's yeah. a fucking submarine nearby. <laughs> yeah. And yeah. then your tutorial of this is you drive around a racing track while, while like Flight of the Bumblebee plays. Like yeah. it's, <laughs> it's this like mashup of... 50 different classical songs <laughs> yeah, and it's great. like you better take this corner right cunt. <laughs> yeah. you better drive exact and it's great because Forza is focused on the horizon stuff more yeah there's so much more room for Gran Turismo to exist now because yes. like those motorsport games they haven't done one of them in a while people yeah. kind of went off them uh, so it really it's like watching NBC on a Thursday in 1994 right mm-hmm. and Gran Turismo 7 is Frasier yep and then the Forza Motorsport is like friends where it's a bit crass. Yeah, 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 yeah sure. Yeah. That's a sure. stupid analogy. No, but it's a good, I think it's yeah. a good comparison. Yeah. Sorry, Forza Horizon, yeah. yeah. And so cuz Motors- Motorsport was a basically Gran Turismo, right? It was a serious simulation yes. game. Yeah. Which this is and it uh, but it's giving you it's serious and simulationy, but it's still got all this personality and like there's just really nice sounding menus mm-hmm. and a little rumble in your controller every time you move the cursor around. It just feels so pleasant to interact yeah, with. Yeah, all the all the haptic stuff on the I know this is a it's a cross gen game, but yeah. the, all the haptic stuff and the way the triggers feel with controlling the acceleration and the brake feels great. It's so good. Yeah, when I fired it up, the first song that played on the menu was I always pronounce the name wrong, but Krang Bin. Yep. That band doing a cover that they did a while ago of um the song Summer Madness mm-hmm. by Cool and the Gang. Just classy as hell. Just yeah. real vibey. Yeah. A lot of jazz that's playing under the races. I don't know if you... I don't think that you can change the music in the races. There's no, like... There doesn't seem to be a button for... I haven't got ...changing for radio. Oh, sure. But again, I... If you can't change the music mid-race, I kind of respect it. It's like, right. no, this is what you're listening to. Yeah. Because there also is this all. weird music rally mode that is basically a time trial... Where you there's little checkpoints that you have to go through to like replenish your time, and a song it's kind but it's all kind of based around you driving in time to this song. A long song too that yeah. you, you get as far up the pack as you can in, right. during that song. Yeah, yeah. Okay. okay. And it's kind of weirdly it's just basically a time trial mode, but it's got this weird kind of arcadey. Yeah. Mm. It's this you're in this specific car on this specific track with this specific song playing. And it'll do this thing if you're starting to run out of time as you get towards a checkpoint, you, the screen will start going grey yeah. and the music starts to fade and then you hit the checkpoint and it all kind of like boosts up to full okay. volume again. It's really cool. It's cool. 
There always used to be like the simulation, like in Gran Turismo 2, it was two different discs. There was a simulation one and an arcade one. Oh, right. Arcade back then was just you could go and pick whatever track you wanted, right. basically. Right. They would do that. But like, so the game is always online. Mm-hmm. And the world, uh, the the uh, music one is the only one you can do if you're offline. Right. Which is kind of weird. Oh, really? I didn't know that. Yeah. That is weird. I mean, you don't, most people probably won't notice it these days because most people are always online anyway yeah. at the yeah. moment. But it's always phoning home and stuff because there are weird microtransactions in this yes, now. Yes, that does seem to be really at odds with how classy and elegant all of the rest of it is. It's very you go odd. to the used car dealership to buy a new car with your credits that you've earned in game and then it'll come up with a thing of like if you click one that you don't have the the in-game cash for, it'll come up with like, hey, click here to go to the PlayStation store to top this up and it's a bit – all the rest of it is just yeah. so like nice and classy and then to have this like ad for spending more real money just feels – Yuck, it feels so weird. I agree. It's jarring. And because you're getting plenty of cash in the game, it doesn't feel like right. they've tweaked it so that you're more encouraged to do this because you're barely earning anything. Right. Like, yeah, yeah, yeah. They haven't artificially no, increased that. No, I, I yeah. found that point at this point. But yeah. the fact that it's always online and, you know, there's a ticker tape thing running down the bottom like, here's our future updates. There's nothing to suggest they won't change that balance mm. in the future, which other games have done. Yeah, they come out, it's all fine. Then they alter it later, so yeah. that the reviews are fine and all that. Just even having it as an option seems weird. I mean, if you're Don't someone that it. wants to get on there and well, spend forty thing. bucks day one to have a Lamborghini, then good for you, I guess. But there'll it's be heaps. It's the same with uh, I don't know, like. I don't know why this is coming to mind, but Star Citizen, that game that right. is not released, oh, yeah. but it's like they let people buy fake, well, they let people buy in-game ships. Yeah. People like to collect stuff. Car people like yeah, to collect cars yeah. specifically. Yep. It's a very smart business move. Mm. If and for that reason, yeah, is why it probably feels shitty. Yeah, it's. I think it's also. I just read somewhere that the like the actual balance of what it costs, like what the average car costs in. Real world money seems bizarre. That oh, seems over thing. the top to me. They've got this fucking weird thing where they've hired real world economists to adjust the prices of the cars in real time. I don't oh. quite know how that works. Yeah. But they, they'll go up or down. That's, biz- that's weird. It's a very strange layer they've added to this game because the joy of this game is collecting cars. Yes. Yeah. That yeah. is what the game is about. The races are good. The driving is very realistic and cool. Going through and doing all the license tests mm-hmm. and like trying to get gold and sort of relearning how to drive video game cars because this one is more realistic than a lot of games have been for a long time or at least ones that I've played. Even Forza Horizon, you're doing wacky shit in that. Yeah, yeah, Forza's trying to be more fun than, yeah. yeah. It's it's very satisfying and fun and I'm really, really enjoying it. It looks beautiful. Um, You can, it runs a a real smooth 60 frames and then you can choose to have like ray tracing on for the replays. Oh, cool. Make really nice reflections in the cars, but it runs at 30. Right. But then it's always 60 without ray tracing in the races. It's funny because it it automatically uh, loads up the replay after each race without you choosing it. It's like... Well, obviously, you're going to want to watch this back. It's like, yeah, do odd. you want to? Yeah, of course you want to watch it back. Because <laughs> yeah. I do find I, my preference in these kinds of games is to play from the view that is behind the car. Right. And that the angle of that has taken a bit of getting used to because it's kind of got this weird thing where it just where the camera is. I think the camera tends to, when you steer, the camera moves perfectly with the car. It's, yeah, locked on. It's like locked. It's on so instead of, of like, I think in Forza, if you 
if you turn, you see the car kind of start to swerve a little yeah. bit. And it fe- it's just it's weird to get used to because it, it feels very sure. slow as well. And I know these games are designed to be played from, I guess, the I think the default is like the in-car view where you're seeing the interior and the steering wheel and right. stuff. Right, which are all really well modeled and look super nice and it sounds different inside yeah. of the car to outside. But they just take up so, so much screen done. real estate. Sure. And I always kind of feel like... Oh, I want to see the actual car because that's yeah. the whole point of having a different one. Is Me it too, yeah. looks a bit different. So it's taken. A, it's just. It's. It's just the camera is set up differently in yep. that mode, which is has taken just a bit of getting used to because it's so unlike any other. It almost makes it feel like it's uh, like a. Um, Mode 7 thing on the SNES where it's like because the car is just staying oh, sure. locked, right? Then it's like the, the ground, ground is just moving <laughs> yeah. underneath you. Yeah. But it's all. It's all so well done. So just like perfectly <coughs> tuned, Ooh. that I'm, I'm really enjoying it. I'm Me loving too. the the tone and the mood and the progression and the aesthetics and the the look of it and just the the simplicity and or purity, I guess, yeah. Yeah. of it is is really appealing to me. Um, if you, you don't to like, feel like a rich person who can own elegant cars. I'm Jay fucking Leno over here. Yes. Yeah, I'm not a car guy. I've never had an interest in this series before, but I'm loving it. Right. So I reckon it's worth a. I I, the, I think it's worth a look, regardless of your interest level in this kind of game, because the whole, yeah, the the presentation and the cool thing is, yeah, you get these little these little menu books that are like collect, you know, three of this kind of car that you'll do by yeah. Doing certain races, you get cars as rewards, and you yeah. get money as rewards, and da da da. But then you, you go yeah. back, and they they just give you a bit of info about the cars. Like yeah. you, right. you kind of can sort of learn about stuff as you're going along, which is kind of cool. The game's enthusiasm for cars mm. fuels <laughs> my because, uh, like, I I'm the same. I don't give a fucking shit about cars in real yeah. life, but mm. the game is so into them that I'm like, yeah, cool, man. All right, yeah. You know, when you talk to someone about something and they're really into it. And that makes you think that you're into it, but you're not at all. They're just fun to talk to. Yeah. Even like where you <laughs> go and buy cars, there's like a separate area where you go and buy the cars that were made past 2010. Right. Which oh. is like, it, it, which again is just such a like a purest way of making this game where it's like, we couldn't possibly have them all just in the same. I mean, that would never, mm-hmm. that would just never happen in real life. And because there's a ton of cars that are more recent and then they've got a bunch from like 18, like they've got some history of cars type cars. Yeah. But then, you know, mainly modern cars. They kind of skim over the 80s a bit, I noticed. There's like three cars from the 80s. There's about 400 and something cars, I think. Right. Well, it's yeah. funny because you're on these like Grand Prix tracks and then you're driving like a Suzuki Swift on it. Right. Like <laughs> real family, like yeah. modern family cars. I love that though as well, yeah. is that it's just real life cars yeah. rather than always driving this like, you know, fucking demo model weird pretend concept car and yeah yeah horizon or always a ferrari or whatever so it's it's really fun it's it's i i don't know if if you don't like driving games i don't think you'll probably be into this right no because that's all you're doing yeah Yeah. and it is fun if you want to master that but you know that's all there is it is a really really good game to be playing alongside elden ring honestly because it's like you have a moment where you just getting your ass beaten by this game and it's just nice to duck out and go, this is just chill. I just drive around. Right. I get a couple of cars. There's no huge barriers that I'm going to come up against. Yeah. It is a really nice little kind of, yeah, little palate cleanser. Mm. I'm really interested to see 
what happens with it in terms of updates and adding more cars and how they're going to price stuff in the future. Yeah. And I'd what's love more music rally that. stuff. I think there's yeah, only like five cool. tracks or six tracks on that to begin oh, okay. with. Yeah. I wish there was like a huge and they menu said, of them. They've said they've given like a, here's our plan and it's you a know, road map. It, oh, <laughs> oh my goodness. Ben's driving this conversation. Uh, <laughs> hey, put the brakes on boys. There's a lot more to talk about. <laughs> mm-hmm. Manual stimulation. Now uh, it's a car crash okay oh, all right okay uh, wheel <laughs> we um what was i saying? oh yeah they've laid out kind of what they're gonna do it's <laughs> more tracks and yeah and then more more of the music rally stuff but this has been well received generally right like this I think is so, yeah, yeah. 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 I, I'm, I'm just really enjoying it it's a good have it on your hard drive and play 20 minutes and do a race and then go and remember that you're meant to be somewhere <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah be yeah. like yeah be light. light because of driving a fast car, ironically <laughs> enough. Yeah. So, All yeah, right. it's, I, I reckon. I yeah, recommend I recommend it. Like it's fun. Yeah. Driving games. Great game. I reckon by next week I'll play Chocobo GP, which is maybe more my speed. <laughs> yeah. I'm, you know what? I The response to that is kind of m- middle. Mi- I had no fucking idea mm. it was a free-to-play game. and the, It is? Yeah. Oh, I didn't know that at and all. And you can buy it, <laughs> but there's a, free, <laughs> there's a free-to-play <laughs> version. And then with the, the purchased version, there's like chunks of DLC and shit. And it's right. all like weirdly priced and... Apparently, he's a dodgy car racer. So, yes, I was also going to have played that by now and have lost interest. I've in sort of, yeah, yeah like shame. the reviews were all a bit like, ah, oh, you know, it's fine. But, you know, you got to feel you got to feel for him in a sense because that's out like today as we're recording this. Yeah. And then uh, next week, the first wave of that Mario Kart 8 um, oh, yeah. booster course thing comes out. Okay. So there are six, is it six tracks each time? Eight. Eight tracks. Yep. Damn. So I'm looking forward to that. That's looking yeah. forward to playing those tracks because a lot of them in that first wave are from the uh, mobile game. Yeah, that's so right. So I'm not really familiar with them. So they will yeah. feel like kind of brand new tracks mm. in amongst some of the classic ones that are in there. But yeah, I I mean if it's free to play, yeah, I'll, I'll give it I'll give it a spin. What does that mean? Like Is that the like a washing machine joke? No, like the tires kind of spinning. What a... T- <laughs> Never mind. <laughs> Speaking of tire, yeah. you're probably tired of this conversation. Uh, uh, so we'll we'll see you soon. We'll see yeah. you next week. Thanks for listening. Filthycasuals.com.au. Get on the Patreon. Support the show. Oh, yes. Uh, get a bonus episode every week. God, there's been some good shit to talk about yes. lately, pop culture-wise. Yeah. Yeah, well, we went and saw... The Batman. Yeah. Thebatman. Thebatman. Yep. So that'll be, if you want to listen to us review The Batman, it'll be out on Monday slash Tuesday. Slash Sunday, right? Oh, Monday yeah. Australia. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah true. True. Uh, there's also the YouTube, YouTube channel where we do the we do two videos a week. Um, of course, you can get on the Patreon and get uh, one of them early access every week. Yeah. If you're listening to this on Thursday and you're on the Patreon, you would have seen the last episode of Detroit Become 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 Human. Yep. Uh, where, yeah, we uh, played that entire game, and uh, did we keep everyone alive? You'll have to watch and find out. Yes. Uh, go listen to Hollywood Phonies, yes. a new side podcast where we riff out fake movies that are in the background of uh, real movies, and go see Chimp Cop at the Comedy Festival. Yes, please do. And go see me in Adelaide, Brisbane, Sydney, Melbourne. That's it for us. Thanks for listening. We'll see you next time, as we say here at the end of every episode of Filthy Casuals. Uh, Gran Turismo and Elden Ring. Gran and Elder. What is this? Old people's video games? Weak! <laughs> <laughs> Speaking of weak, I'm going to premise for that. Joe. 
My business used to be weighed down by the complexities of in-person payments. Then, Tap to Pay on iPhone and Stripe came along and changed everything. With Tap to Pay on iPhone and Stripe, I streamlined my payment process effortlessly. Now I can accept in-person, contactless payments right from my iPhone. No extra hardware required. What's truly remarkable is how I can cater to all of my customers' payment preferences. Whether they're using cards, Apple Pay, or other digital wallets, Tap to Pay on iPhone and Stripe ensure a smooth checkout experience every time. And it's not just me. Stripe helps businesses of all sizes, from local markets to global retailers, scale quickly and stay agile. To learn how Tap to Pay on iPhone and Stripe can help grow your revenue and reach, visit stripe.com slash tap iPhone. 